Welcome back. Sandcast Q&A. Coming in hot. Me and Sav, we're drinking on this one. Cheers. I'm happy for you guys. (laughs) I'm going with a little Waiakea sparkling water, which you wouldn't think. You'd think all waters are created equal. (laughs) Something about this sparkling water coming Mm -hmm. out of the recyclable can. Yeah. It's volcanic. It is volcanic, right? <laughs> it's got to be the volcanic. That it has to be the volcanic nature of it. I like a lot of bubbles too, you know? It's like the Topo Chico. Yeah. Everyone gets all excited about Topo Chico. Yeah. I'm like, it's the same thing. But then I have it and I'm like, it's just something about those bubbles. <laughs> something about the bubs. And I mean, it's summer. Seltzer water like, in the summer hits different. If you go 50% bubbles, like it's terrible. You know, and if the temperature's yeah. not right. Now so just really cold, really bubbly. Gotta be cold, yeah. Golden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a tournament in Poland once that they were serving like twelve percent bubbly water, warm during matches, Mm-mm-mm. and it was like that would be it was, horrible. It was probably ninety-five degrees. We're playing, and it was just torture. Ew, I remember. I think we. It was maybe Kelly Chang was on the podcast, and mm-hmm. she was talking about. She's like, we were somewhere. And he had this. Weird sparkling water, and you're like Warsaw. <laughs> yeah, <Poland. exactly. laughs> so it's come up a few times. You know, it's interesting when you know a place by the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a, a fan question episode. We promised to get to the questions a little bit earlier. We're trying. We're gonna try. But just a quick five minute intro. Where are you guys going next? What's the next tournament? Where can we watch? That type of deal. Saf. We're both going to see. Going, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, when this airs, will be day night before, right next Wednesday. This airs? Yeah. Night before the uh, Latvia Challengers. That's what's next, and then um, from Latvia we'll come home. And I think after that I have Denver. I got to play Denver because I was hoping that Hermosa, because we decided to do Hermosa, would count for Atlanta, but the the deadline, the sign up deadline for Atlanta is before Hermosa. Oh. And if everyone plays, we'll be 13. So, got to go. Got to go to Denver. And everyone's going to play because Atlanta Everyone's no going to play. So, like, right mm. now we're number eight in Hermosa, and then you have Taryn Kristen, Kelly Sarah. Um, Betsy Julia. Betsy Julia, Teresa Sarah, Brandy Mel. Wow. And then Pavin, if she decides Pavin's to play. Pavin's always a wild card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she'll be, be probably be higher than us, depending on who she. Right. So, yeah, if everyone plays, which I'm sure they will, we'll be 13. So, we got to go do Denver, unless we hopefully – Take a good finish in uh, Latvia. Because uh-huh. pause is one of our AVP <laughs> finishes. Right. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And then it'll go Denver, Hermosa, and then Portugal, Edmonton, and hopefully Montreal, and then Atlanta. I mean, we could be we could be gone for yeah. about to get hot busy. minute. Yeah. yeah. July's crazy. Busy. So. Yeah, I'm headed to Latvia, Latvia, as well. Uh, we're in the main draw there, so that's always nice. Um, I honestly don't know what we're doing after. We spent a whole hour-long car ride today trying to figure it out and still can't figure it out. What, like Hermosa or Stad? Hermosa or Stad. Yeah, and yeah. then based on how we do there or which one we go to, how do we want to play out the next four? Because mm-hmm. it'll be five in a row. It's a lot. It could be a lot. Obviously, it's doable. But yeah, so it's either Stad. I mean, and it depends on how we do in Latvia. And then you have to, it's not even really like a matter of, the priority right now is is the world tour, right? We need Olympic points. But that doesn't even, it's not even like fully the reason why we should stay. Like with the whole point system, sometimes it's smarter to not go because we're in the qualifier of Stad. 
and it's just kind of a mess, and I hate point. The points game. It's point calculating. So, yeah, I'm just going to go to Latvia, and then Ball out. I will play in a lot of <laughs> events after that. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, it's exciting. Have you been to Latvia? I have. I went last year. Not a good showing for us. It was a little cold and rainy. It was very cold and rainy. Yeah. I had a brutal experience in the quali. Um, but was it, challenger it was last year? beautiful. Like, really season? cool beach, all foresty yeah. and nice. It was an elite. It's it was really elite cool. Last year. It was an elite. We were okay. in the quali. Played yeah. Ellers Wickler, Wickler, uh, which is a tough draw in a quali, no matter what. But it was like torrential downpour, Ugh. 50 degrees, see your breath. We didn't have like matching tights, so mm. we both had tank tops. I literally couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't like jump serve, and I have a seven footer hitting off my fingertips. Good weather for Hawaiians, and good weather for a Hawaiian <laughs> with an autoimmune disease where his blood flows them. So bad. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, but Latvia is sweet. Yeah. It really is. Like, if, I, if someone wanted to like go take a nice Euro trip where it's kind of outdoorsy and nice, that would be a good stop. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What's next for you? I got Virginia Beach. So by the time this comes out, we'll have finished Virginia Beach. <laughs> and ideally, I'll have gotten my boy JD his first real main draw. Virginia Beach is his first yes. like, tour series main draw. <clears throat> Me and JD, Hamilton. So he's on the, he's <laughs> technically John Hamilton on the entry list. And everyone's <laughs> like, who is John? <laughs> like JD. He's like, oh, JD. JD. We played our first qualifier together ever in New Orleans of 2015. Mm-hmm. And he's been hunting for his main draw ever since. And so Virginia is his first like tour series main draw. I don't think he's counting it as like a real one. I respect that. I like it. And so I would love to get him because Virginia's a qualifier for Hermosa. Right. And I would freaking love to get him into Hermosa. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because that's one of the best events. Yeah. And so yeah, Virginia Beach, and then I'll be commentating Latvia. Go, sounds like a good story. Mm-hmm. Go give yourself something to write about. Bro. Yeah, there'd be some Create poetry story there. Lines. Yeah. <laughs> and because he, because JD, he always asked me and Evan because I was JD's like first qualifier partner, but. JD and Evan won like everything together uh-huh. in the Southeast, like all the little cash tournaments. And so he's like, play tour series with me. We went hunting this year. He's like, Tram, I just want one tour series. I was like, okay. Got it. We can make it happen. <laughs> My goal this year is just like, if I see someone I think would be really fun to play with, I'm just going to play with them. I like that. <laughs> so I'm just like popping around with different people. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, JD, let's go. Get it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, I love it. And how's the baby? How's Austin? Oh, so good. So fat. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's a good thing at, at that uh, time in life. Yeah. My Eating kid well. is so fat. I'm just so happy. Yeah, he's just <laughs> such a chunk. Starting to smile and starting yeah. to look like more of a human. Right. He's getting like fatter, but he's less of just like a blob. Right. Right. He's like becoming, he looks, he's starting to look a lot more like me. And I'm like, oh, I guess oh. there's something in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are a little kid. What a trip. Yeah, it's it's wild, but Delaney does not sleep much. And yeah. so when they get a nap together in the afternoon, it's a win for everyone. Right. <laughs> everyone always is like, oh, happy wife, happy life. Well-rested wife is a happy life. Right. <laughs> queen of napping. The yeah. queen of the napping. Stories. Yeah, it was a big siesta today. When I see them sleeping, I'm like, everyone has won. Right. Sure. <laughs> oh well, we'll open it up. Is there anything else we want to catch up on? <clears throat> nope. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. It's a good right segue it. into the Let's first. Let's see how our uh, ADD uh, works for this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the first questions, which I think is cute to kind of get into the questions is, 
Um, as dads, as parents, besides volleyball, what sport do you hope each of your kids will play? Uh-huh. <laughs> My vote is all of them. All the as many as possible. Yeah. Because I think it's such an advantage for me that I grew up playing everything. And I just got back from a camp in Boise where we were coaching. And everyone's always asking, oh, like, how'd you get into volleyball? Yeah. When I tell them that I got into it like eight years ago, they're like, wait, I've been playing longer than you have right. <laughs> in your coaching. Wow. And like, how'd you pick it up so fast? But it's just like such an athletic game. Yeah. I'm like, well, I took this from baseball. I took that from basketball. Right. I used this from golf, that yep. from swimming, this from soccer, that from <laughs> tennis. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So all of the sports. All of the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually would second that. Specialization kind of scares me at a young age. Mm-hmm. Just because, I, I don't know, I feel like mentally it doesn't put a kid down. It like puts too much pressure on it and takes – the fun out of it at a young age and i'm sure there's certain scenarios where that's not the case and if a kid's obsessed with it and loves it from a young age go for it yeah. but yeah that's how i learned everything as well like a lot of my skills and teamwork and leadership and that that's the kind of stuff i want my kid learn. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care what you learn it through right learn all those things um how to push yourself and like you know where your different levels of stress are and your comfort zone and all that stuff and like you said, it comes from, for me, it comes from so many different sports. Uh, beach volleyball just happens to be the one that I like decided to apply it all to. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what sport my kid plays, but if like for the purpose of the question, surfing, <laughs> that, imagine yeah. I can just go, Hey, you got practice. Okay. I'll drive you down. I'll jump in the water while you're there. You need yeah. me to film a little bit. <laughs> You know, I gotta be this. Yeah. I gotta be the surf dad. Yeah. Okay, we gotta go to Indonesia. Swell is firing. <laughs> get out there. Has she shown Sponsors any interest paid for. in the water, Naya? Uh, if it's flat and yeah. warm water, and maybe some turtles, then yeah. Yeah. So Hawaii. But no. So, <laughs> this so Hawaii, water yeah. here, we live at the beach. No. No. Well, nothing to do with it. Sometimes likes playing the runaway from the waves yeah. game, but no. <laughs> What I really want my kid to do is play like backyard games where mm-hmm. you just make stuff up. We mm-hmm. used to do, we lived on a cul-de-sac growing up. Get we did, creative. We did home Here run derbies. We did uh, like roller hockey. We did a tackle football league in our backyard. And we had video cameras. Like it was hilarious. Like we, we would just walk around and just make up sports. We had bike races. It was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Got to get creative. Yeah. And it, with specialization too, we see so many ACL injuries and all that, but I think that's due from over-specializing too young. Hmm. Whereas when you play a variety of sports, you strengthen all the different muscles and you don't overuse them. Interesting. And I've never really been hurt. Huh. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I know. All right. Um, let's pop back into volley talk. <laughs> um, big question, or I guess, I mean, I'm curious about this too. Are the Taylors still making an Olympic run? Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I am assuming yes until they tell me no, which I'm not convinced. Like, that's just hard to comprehend that that would be the case. They're just in a tough position, but I'll yeah. let Travis yeah. talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, spent the weekend with Taylor in Boise, yeah. and yeah. I just asked him why they weren't doing Latvia, and he was like, well, it's like $3,000 so round trip. We were 28 in the qualifier. It's hard to really justify that for just a one-off because all of Taylor's entry points are gone. Like he lost his Dubai finishes, and so they're like oh. barely in challenge qualifiers. And so I think they are still 
loosely going for it. I think it would take a minor miracle for them to actually do it because the cutoff to get into world champs, Hamburg's the last event, and you only have X amount of challenges until then, and they can't get into elites. I don't see in any world that they would play a futures. I'm not buying it. They're too talented for me to open that door for yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, I, 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 mathematically, it's hard for me to see how they could do it. It's Taylor Sander and Taylor Crabb, so I, I'm with I you. Just see those two. I'm not I'm just like, no, shutting no, the door on care. it. Yeah. But when we, when Taylor qualified for Tokyo, and we had him on the podcast uh, at my house, yeah, he was talking about how we make. He thinks we make too big a deal out of the Olympics. Yeah, and he's like, I want to make help build the AVP uh-huh. as big as possible. So I don't know. I and I don't want to speak for Taylor, but right. I don't know if the Olympics is his big goal. No, I think mm-hmm. he's. I mean, yeah. People probably don't know him quite. They don't. I don't think his real personality is quite out there as much as people know. But like, he genuinely like does not hate his opponents. He doesn't wish against his opponents. He's like just loves playing volleyball, and he'll mm-hmm. just go out there and like like what you said. He he wants <clears throat> to build the AVP. He's gonna go for all these big things because he has this like crazy confidence in his, himself, and he knows he can. He likes going like who who's against me? Anders Mo, perfect. <laughs> bring it you know like there's there's no one in the world that scares him and mm-hmm. obviously taylor sander same thing so i think for that reason he just wants to go and take on the biggest challenge but i don't think it's going to get him down like at all like yeah you never know deep down it, it would drive me crazy but um yeah if it's out of his control then he, he's just gonna play and whatever the hell he wants to play yeah. and then he's gonna he's kind of like the the people's champion in some way right because he'll yeah. go to that small tournament in boise for 500 bucks or yeah. like play dirt ball in mexico or all those things so he'll be fine either way but yes i'm not i'm not uh turning my back on the guy <laughs> either <laughs> um, of those guys yeah. who's doing the um norseka qualifier for the men's side andy and miles and, oh they flew, that's right they flew back and are they there strava they're there they're in putacana I think so. As far as I know. Yeah, that's right. Do and they, like, they don't need to be there, right? I mean, isn't it a world champs qualifier? Yeah. And like, clearly they're in. They're like top ten in the world now. Yeah. Uh, it's Is a good hedge. True? It's a good hedge. Oh, okay. To have. It's, say they say they get the bid. Well, now if they don't want to go back to Stad, they don't have to. Now, or if, you know, if oh, if, I if, see. My, if, if Andy, someone got injured or something, right? If Andy's back's hurting and they would need to pull out a couple events and not push they the have world a guarantee champs, bid now. right? And they still have to not. It would have be a hard disaster. for them. It would be hard for them to not qualify straight yeah. up. Yeah, but it's nice. It's nice to have it in the back pocket, yeah, just sure. in case. Yeah. I think us older guys probably been like, yeah, we're not flying to Cuba for a right, just to have in our back pocket kind of thing. But they also yeah. did block someone else. Exactly. Which they blocked Chase uh, Chase Budinger and Miles Chase Evans. Miles, yeah. yeah, which was I think pretty important. And they had enough art. I mean, they have enough argument to say that they're not blocking right because everyone i don't know i don't yeah. know if that's like sportsmanship i don't know whatever i mean i, think I don't it's, care it's part of the game exactly you know exactly but i think uh for me sitting out on the side i'm like oh well i guess it makes it harder for chase yeah. and miles it was to, a good day for you guys yeah we didn't have to do miles 91 yeah because they blocked right. everyone else they're probably going to get in it in any way right exactly mm. but yeah. i don't know if they would necessarily fly from Ostrava to Punta Cana, back to Latvia, then to Stad. If they didn't think that they would need it, 
Yeah. Because that's oh, freaking expensive. I mean, and it's a lot. Miles is like a thinker, right? So I yeah. doubt he's it's, uh, <laughs> letting, you know, doing this all without thinking about it. And, and, yeah. and their coach is, is like the ultimate points calculator mm-hmm. guy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So I think, it, I think it was a very well-calculated yes. decision. They're doing it. There was some thought behind it. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. well, I know originally they were supposed to do it and come back for Latvia. Like they were going to do so. I don't know if they're still signed up for Latvia or... As far as I know, they are. Because I we uh, flew with them to Ostrava. Actually, well, to Vienna is where we flew to. And they were like, yeah, we're kind of debating. Miles checked three bags. Three <laughs> checked bags. Three yeah. checked. What? Yeah. So I'm curious what I should ask him next time. I, see I haven't what checked was a bag in, in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. for my golf clubs. Yeah. I wonder what he brought. I know. I know. That's so, got to be like Normatex. Right, yeah. It's got to be the whole nine. Because I yeah. think they plan to be, they plan to go Ostrava, Punta Cana, Latvia. Yeah. And we're maybe debating staying for the Shad Portugal. I think they are. Whatever. So it's like, but now after. Oh, all the way through Espino. Yeah. Oh, man. Which then could be, and then depending. So I think they planned well, for like an eight week stint. Montreal, <laughs> yeah. Atlanta, all in a row. Yeah. So I think they planned Ooh. for like a gnarly stint, but taking a bronze probably changes yeah that well they yeah. went a deep into a tournament so that's more reps and then yeah and then a good finish is like and then a good finish so now you don't want to throw that finish away because by within a, a month that that could be that long. good finish is gone yeah. right yeah. yeah like you look at george and andre their gold medal in itapema might as well be 10 years ago <laughs> right <laughs> two oh bad tournaments gosh. and it's like all right well forget about it yeah. wasn't even a month but, ago <laughs> let's oh not gosh. get into the points uh debacle <laughs> yeah. We're, we're gonna take up the whole Q and A. Well, let's on the Brazilian topic. Is Alisson now full time on the ABP? Seems that way. Seems like it. Yeah, I, I mean he's here. He signed up for Virginia Beach. Oh, Alisson's in a tour series. Where's the plan? <laughs> with with Billy Allen. With Billy. Oh God, that's a good team. I know. I looked at. it. I was like, What are you guys doing? Because they're in the main draw of. Well, now there's like some drama with that. Because spill the tea. Alisson's one of Alisson's finishes dropped after the Hermosa deadline, so then he dropped a bunch of points, which put them below Logan and Hagen. Ooh. And so I think Logan and Hagen are trying to argue that they should be straight into Hermosa now. But it was after the deadline. Yeah, right? so I, I don't know how that works. Interesting. <laughs> so, but, but both of those teams are signed up for Hermosa. My, I would guess they should fight for it. Yep. Take down Alisson, Logan. <laughs> Although Hagen versus Alisson could Billy be... Billy will just pull up a chair. <laughs> yeah. Hagen, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't Alisson, I'd be like, yeah. yeah. Dude, I just walked by the guy the other day. I was like, he's legitimately a mammoth. He's a big he's dude. huge. Dude. Monster. Man, yeah. the first time I set him, I practiced with him like two years ago. And he like shook my hand and my hand just disappeared. Yeah. It's funny because... From a distance, when we both grow our beards out, we look yeah, kind of similar. Yeah, like if someone makes a movie about Alison, like I want to get that role. Yeah, you'd be the, the stunt double. <laughs> but I felt so tiny. I set him, and the ball just disappears in his yeah. hands. I'm like, yeah, it's a large <sighs> man, <laughs> and the nicest dude in the world for sure. <laughs> he like stuff you in your face, and then you come under the net. Oh, are you okay, brother? <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah, <laughs> just destroy you, blow you up. Yeah. You good? You good? I'm like, oh, stop apologizing. For- <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm inter- so, that's interesting. I guess that argument. Time. I love it. It sounds like he is. I mean, he moved out here, so why else would he be here? Yeah. yeah. And if he's playing in a tour series event, then he's invested. Then he's in. He's yes. Yeah. 
Huh. Okay. Exciting. Well, um, I guess the, yeah, the next Dude, that's question. That's a sketchy team. Yeah. Like, a good team. Would you be surprised if they're in a final? No. Troy was in a, I mean, Billy was in a final with Troy. I know, exactly. And yeah. That's what I mean. Now, now you have, I mean, I think a guy who is one of the top it's, four blockers ever. Yeah, it's it's what Allison shows up. And Billy, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know you're getting a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Which is good. And that's like his minimum. He like, well, his minimum is like a 7.4. <laughs> like, he doesn't fluctuate, you The know? gap between seller and his ceiling high is, is like really eight, low. Maybe, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, Billy actually can be even better than that. But, yeah. yeah no, that's a gnarly so team. Badly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, on that topic, too, why did Evan and Logan break up? Sav! Does that mean? <laughs> you got the inside answer screw? that? <laughs> Put her on the spot. Oh, my God, I'm sweating already. <laughs> um, Listen, it can't be as dramatic as my whole thing my whole yeah. partner drama is still <laughs> entertaining people to this day <laughs> um yeah dude, i made it a bigger deal than it needed to be we saw logan after the whole thing in the gym and i was like sweating i'm like i can't go in the gym i can't go in the gym i can't evan's like get in the freaking gym we're fine yeah and logan came up came up gave him a hug and was like wishing you the best brother like whatever haven't seen it haven't i've seen logan and we yeah. you know it's not like he's come to he used to come over and play video games that and whatever but you know obviously it's a bit sensitive for sure but he they it was handled i just think as a from a girl's perspective when i think about a breakup like that i like i'm like oh my gosh yeah, i can't even uh, <laughs> imagine take it harder yeah but he was you know very understanding and i think i guess to answer that question you guys can chime in as well like they just were not successful for a long enough period of time, I yeah. guess. I don't know. That would be yeah. my thought process. I mean, you go at it, and then if you don't see growth, and you don't see like a, a breakthrough coming through, coming mm-hmm. soon, especially where, with where they're at in their careers, yeah, they're both like looking to take that next step. I mean, it's not a big deal. I think they actually both, same as me and Trev, like they both have good options on yeah. the other side of yeah. it. So it's not like either of them got screwed over. Like Hagen's a great pickup. He's I was gonna say that's a rad better. team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hagen's only getting better and more confident. Um, and you never know with personalities, it might click. Exactly. And uh, yeah, Evan just opening it up. Now he's just team athlete over there. I know. They're gonna be <laughs> team vertical, team scrappy, team shit talk, team jump high, hit hard. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. All shots, really boring on court personality. <laughs> yeah, win, windmill mania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know. Like you said, it, it just seemed like Evan and Logan had kind of plateaued. And when you're traveling around the world, there's just no time to be yeah. sitting on a plateau. Well, they, it's it's yeah. expensive. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. And I think, especially if your full time job is mostly playing beach volleyball and you give a partnership. I don't know how long Logan and Evan were together, like six, eight months. Mm-hmm. I think it's long enough. That's a long enough test period where if it's not, like you said, if you don't see that breakthrough happen, it's time to switch. I think Evan and Troy. It's also growth too. Like yeah, at, at that point, like these guys are right on the cusp of being in that top tier, yeah. if not are already there. Getting a, a different uh, partner in your ear, mm-hmm. a different coach that might come in and, you know, rather than at someone who's at your level and has the yeah. same experience. Now you're learning something from Troy, yeah. who's been around a bit longer. He's been in how many finals? Six or a lot, probably. Yeah, five or something. Um, 
So, I mean. <laughs> he calls himself the Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> hey, listen. How many people have been second for a long time before they got that first? Yeah. Trevor had more finals missed than. Lucena. Lucena. I think Jose was the king of second. Really? For a little while, yeah. Huh. <laughs> he got over that. Yes, he did. <laughs> anyway, is that enough for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> is that juicy enough? Yeah. It's so it's so not juicy. It's for not the juicy men's side, it's yeah. just like <laughs> even when I was asking about the Trevor thing, it was way back when it was like, eh. Had a yeah. phone call. It is like it weird. Funny. Like that let's not beat around the bush. Like it's yeah. like I don't hang out with Trev as much, clearly. Yeah. I mean, we're not together every yeah. day. It's like I know he's preparing every day to like beat me as like I'll We'll hang out when it's like friend time, weekend kind of thing, but it's not like going to be as often. If I know he's having his team over or whatever, you know, it's just different. Yeah. It's just that time in our lives. And I know Logan and Evan are super close as well, right? Yeah. So you kind of just got to accept it's, it's just different. But we all know, we all know what we're doing. Like this is, this is what it is. Yeah. We're going think, at each other. I do think guys do a better job of it. Than oh, women, though. Yes. And girls won't. And girls <laughs> yes. won't. You can, you won't speak your mind about it either, quite as much, no. right? Well, and it's like, it's, well, uh, she she was playing amazing. She was playing amazing, and she's the perfect partner. And but it was just but, time. <laughs> but we were like, oh, man, we're just kind of sucking. So <laughs> we were sucking, so we had to break up. <laughs> Which isn't always the case, but you know. Yeah, fair. There's the difference. Um, we're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea water break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1. That's right. It is the absolute best nutritional supplement on, on the planet. No question about it. Try and I, we push our immune systems to the absolute limit. Tries traveling all over the place. I have a newborn, so I'm not sleeping, and yet... We're both always healthy, and that's honestly because we start our days with AG1 every single day. It's the first thing I do. I make my morning coffee. I put a scoop of AG1 right into a little mixture, throw some creatine in there as well, drink that first thing in the morning, and my immune system is off the charts. I've been healthy ever since we started using this, which is about two years that we've been sponsored by AG1. I started drinking it because I knew when I was on the road, I needed to get my veggies in. AG1 is the absolute perfect supplement for that. It is a, a daily habit. I drink it literally every single day. Try does too. We've got a little travel package that we bring on the road with us. It is the 
number one supplement for nutrition. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. And that's exactly what we do. It has 75 high-quality ingredients that give me the key daily nutrition and support energy, focus, strength, clarity, you name it. I write with it. I podcast with it. I commentate with a lot more clarity because of it. And yes, I stay healthy on the court because of it. Now, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packets with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com sandcast. I'll say that one more time. That is drinkag1.com sandcast to get your deal today. So check it out. It's honestly... The best supplement I've ever tried, and I've tried an awful lot. AG1 is the only way to go. This podcast is also brought to you by Wilson Volleyball, the greatest volleyball on the planet. There's no doubt about it. I know there's a, a couple different manufacturers out there, but Wilson is number one. The NCAA uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. The AVP uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. We love it here in the United States. We love it on the AVP tour, and we're seeing it infiltrate a bunch of domestic tours all over the world. You know why? Because Wilson makes the absolute best ball in the world. It's great. It's weatherproof. you got the optics spin technology, so you can be passing jump serves as well as try does. I'd say I do, but I don't pass jump serves as well as Try does. He's been winning tournaments because he's been training with Wilsons, and it's time to get your restock middle of the summer. Summer's just getting started here in the U.S., and so the beaches are going to be open. There's volleyball to be played, and it is to be played with a Wilson volleyball. So put in an order using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20. That'll get you 20% off all Wilson orders. That's huge. So get your volleyballs, get your ball carts, get your ball bags, get all of your Wilson equipment today using Sandcast-20 at Wilson Volleyball. What are Kleinman's plans after the baby? Well, when I talked to her, she said that if it's a like a good, smooth delivery and she's able to recover, that she would try to come back and make a very late run. Mm-hmm. Um after seeing Delaney's recovery, man, I mean that's the giving birth is hard. <laughs> it I mean, takes a long time. When is when is Alex due? June, something? soon. Yeah, soon. She's, yeah. I saw her on the beach. Well, this I think answers the question for me. She was on the beach yesterday, getting a ton of standing reps, like sweating, like belly out, but like strapped, so it wasn't like bouncing. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's just getting like standing arm swing reps, really low impact, nothing. But like the fact that she's out there and doesn't want to lose her touch yeah. tells me she's trying to come back after this. And, and she was doing the USA and stuff. We too. don't know that. It could just be her, you know, she wants to stay in shape and and all that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty on point with what you just said. Yeah. I think it really just depends on how healthy she is she, it do, yeah it doesn't matter she can do whatever she wants yeah. just a matter of if she has that that kind of fire like carly lloyd who we had mm-hmm. on last week to just go prove to herself that like she can have the baby and then and then come right back and she's got a great support system too like teddy's re- retired and like yeah ready yeah so i think i think she can pull it off yeah it'd be that it'd would be fun be tough, wrinkle though. to throw in the race well then who... she'd be after world champs right 
Bra- I mean, no, well, you're not playing. <clears throat> she, I don't know. She'd have the points to get into world champs either way. Right, right, okay. So yeah, so, to probably make after the Olympic world run without a yeah. world champs finish. I gotta go back and look at the timeline that Phil and Nick did it, and yeah, well, Rio because they were late yeah, to the show. They were pretty late, yeah. And so I don't know comparatively how late Alex would be if she were to recover and start with some of those late like October November challenges. It's like doable with someone who can go out there and podium, which she's capable of. The problem is. The other girls are all podium, say, podium well, who's her as partner? well. Who does she pick up? Right, Zana, potentially. I don't know. Forever, and the then you got to start yeah. podiuming. But then, <clears throat> right away. more than these other girls are already like how many? How many U.S. teams? Well, have that's podiums? what five. That's what Tony and I have talked about. You've got what, three different teams making a final yeah. and three straight elites. That's three what, straight elites, yeah. and that's then crazy. you guys have a challenger silver, and then <laughs> yeah. is there more? I don't well, know. We, me, and Tony talked about like. Sarah and Therese made such a good run and we're like fuck <laughs> yeah. it's it and it's it's never it's not impossible at this point it, it's mm. not off the table but at some point you got to be realistic and be like even if we go win Latvia and we're not doing shot we go and win Portugal and mm. we win Edmonton it's like you still those are challengers they're not equivalent to and then you we're about to bump out our second place in La Paz I don't know if it's for during Latvia or um, Portugal, but it's like you can only do so well if all these other US teams are taking first and seconds and elite sixteens, you're shit out of luck. Like there's only so now it's like we're trying to pass, let's say, our next our goal is to like make a big run these next this next month and try and pass Julia and Betsy. But they're doing well enough to just right. like keep those points as well. So it's like my only advice of, is yeah. like I'm trying to preach this to my own team just Stay in your lane. Exactly. Like, can't worry about everyone else. Realistically, you can't be like, oh, they're getting this finish? Okay, we're going to go do better. Like, yeah. You're going to do your best. Exactly. In all, you should be doing your best in every event that you're in anyway, right? So having any of that focus outside of your lane and focus on other teams that you're not even going to play, I think it just makes you lose sleep. Mm-hmm. You lose focus. Yeah. It, it messes with your um, – it just puts you on a roller coaster. Yeah. Focus and I on just you. hate that stuff. Yeah, I feel good right now actually about that. Like better than, obviously this is my like what ninth year in it. But That's like crazy. I'm like, we have a team that just you know threw a big counter punch. They're way ahead right now, I think, with that finish. Uh, but great, like now we, we're pushed. Like it's like, we're not the bar now. Now the bar's been set, and boom, we have we have. More reason to just stay in our lane and just like focus on what we're doing. Um, and I'm not, my, I think my point is, I don't like, there's not this like burning anxiety like there used to be like, oh, Casey and Jake got to finish. Right. Oh, like whoever got to finish. Yeah. I'm just like, cool. Like, let's go. Like, I just need another opportunity. Yeah. And I think that's the healthiest mindset I've 100%. been in. Just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Doesn't matter. If you get beat out, that means they played better. It doesn't mean that you didn't play to your potential mm-hmm. and like maximize what you have in front of you. We'll see how that turns out for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I need that anxious uh, killer, I but know, I don't think I do. The well, the way the system is, it's so hard. Like, because you guys didn't play, you didn't play your best. But it was far from the worst you and came of could have in played against match? Trev and Theo in your one match yeah, no, it at the highest level. It wasn't you, great. You played like a B minus and Trev and Theo played an A. Yeah, they played really and they well. they won. Yeah. 
And that's just well, we could have played. We could have played well and still lost. Right. They were playing some of their best ball, I thought. So yeah, I mean, yeah. What are we gonna look so deeply into one match? One like, yeah, across the world. <laughs> and, and look who else you could have drawn in that qualifier and maybe lost to. Yeah, and you get like George and Andre lost. Kotafava yeah. Nikolai lost. You have. Yeah. insane teams not making it through these qualifiers yeah that's why it's, i just think it's so silly to compare all the time yeah and then what like what what happens all the time benish and partain are down 14 11 that was insane out of the tournament they that come back and get a bronze medal with a forfeit in between in a quarterfinal which i think they won the first set already yeah. so give them credit but like you don't see nobody get, nobody gets a forfeit in a quarterfinal to go to a semi of an elite right doesn't happen. Yeah, dude, that third set, I've never seen a team go up 11-8, down 14-11, and then come back to win. <laughs> wow. 6-0 run. Yeah. And then it was six. It was a side out, and then they got five straight I on, didn't watch. on miles. And then at 14-11, Estonia serves Andy. <laughs> no way. I was like, what? And then they T-Saw runs a back set. Novak doesn't see him or hear him. Sets it in front. On oh, accident, wow, they so they down. just free ball. Miles puts it away, and he blocks fourteen fourteen, and then it's just yeah, wow, yeah. So they like that's how it goes, a lot of good though. fortune. Like you need, like Steph Curry talks about it all the time. When you win a championship, you, it, you need There's a luck, luck to go your way. Right. And then they needed Germany to beat Chile to get out of pool, and then they just balled out. I mean, yeah. you got to give them credit for beating freaking Lociak and for sure. Brill. That's a damn good team. And they're also in that phase of at least. I don't. I'm not trying to make an excuse, but like when me and Hayden were fresh team and that people didn't know who the hell I was. Oh yeah, I was going out there, being playing, Fifi and Prudel and like beating all these teams. I beat what's his name, uh, Emmanuel, like one of the <clears throat> goats. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't know who the hell you are. And I was just going through them. They're like, damn it, like this kid's actually good and he belongs, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you don't really know it or get up for it. It looks like a good draw. And then they're, I mean, they have no pressure. They they were down, they were supposed to be out of the tournament. 14 yeah. 11, they came back. Yeah. And uh, it's a good it's a good place to be in. For it is. But now, Steph, and now, sorry. No, go ahead. For you, like, you guys can still make world champs. You make world yeah. champs, all bets are off. That's what I'm saying. Well, I have think one it's good just, tournament? you just have yeah. to, we just, and I'm trying, you have to have the mindset that we had in the pause where it was like, we don't have any Mikasas. We'll fucking play with a, Tetherball, doesn't matter. Right, yeah. That was our mindset. We weren't getting Mikasas. We're like <laughs> practice with we'll Wilson until we left. Yeah. And then we stole a ball from La Paz. We're like, we're taking this <laughs> effing ball. So we've had one Mikasa. Hopefully I don't get in trouble for that. Oh, I love we've that. had one Mikasa. The, until the other day, Sean's like, You guys want some balls? We're like, that'd be great. We've got twelve <laughs> balls. Now we're like, oh, Yes. There you go. <laughs> finally. This was like a week, like right before we left for um Lavia, yeah, trying to trying to find, and it's you know almost impossible to get back to that spot where you literally have zero pressure, zero scouting report against you. No one knows who you are. You just come in and play. But yeah, I mean, couple to that's how it's been the whole time, the whole Olympic run with whoever. Couple good tournaments, and and you're golden. You're in yep. it. So yeah, and if we can make world champs, then that's obviously it's it's open. But definitely throws a wrinkle in there when another. It's not just Kelly and Sarah and uh, Taryn Kristen. Therese and Sarah, I, I didn't know how they were going to do. It would take a second. You're like, frick. Yeah. But it is what it is. Everyone's got to beat everyone at their at their best, I guess. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. It's a fun race to it follow. Is. It is. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, 
<laughs> Should Trevor go back to full time blocking? <laughs> no, on his current team, definitely not. <laughs> Although Theo and he asked that, argue. by the way, Trevor. <laughs> Wait, Trevor, that was his question. That was Trevor's question. I think he just wanted to bring up the one that block. That was awesome. <laughs> that he got Trevor just block. wants to hear. When Trevor I, just wants to talk about. When him. I didn't know he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was hoping you'd ask that yeah, one. <laughs> of course, you put it. You put it in bold. It's gonna get. It's gonna get. It's highlight. It's gonna get asked. Um, why do some teams do well at the ABP and not the World Tour? And I guess, I guess vice versa. But I guess it doesn't really happen vice versa. Yeah, I think it's. Um, there's so many variables. It's, yeah. a, it's a totally different style of play. Yeah. Especially, I think on the men's side, like in the U.S., maybe it's the ball, or maybe it's just like the physicality, but it's. AVP is really shooty. Like guys just shoot mm-hmm. a lot more. Mm-hmm. At the world tour level, like it's like an 80-20 swing to shoot yeah. percentage probably. It's just a different style of play. It's a different ball. You travel a ton. And so like you're starting to, to see the effects of how much travel affects you. Dude. Like <laughs> you, you get on planes, you don't sleep right for three yeah. or four days or you don't sleep at all. And it's a hard transition. Like if you're not built to play and travel or you don't figure it out or you don't, yeah. work with the men it's so much more mental yeah traveling i think but i think it's the style of play it's a different kind of pressure when you're spending three grand to go play in a qualifier in china or latvia and some people can handle it and some people can't and then once you're in the main draw then you're up against the best in the world yeah i, I just think there's so many different variables and i think it comes down to who are the best mentally most mentally tough athletes yeah. who are just like like a taylor crab Really, Anders Mall, perfect. Love playing that guy. Like that's the kind of the mindset that I think you need to succeed at, at that level. I love that Travis is like the guy to answer that question nowadays. Yeah. If, you, if you've been on this podcast from day one, <laughs> you're like, yeah, why? How does this whole traveling thing work? And now you're just, <laughs> yeah. You just got it. I agree. It's it's different, and I also think it's different for world tour. If I lived in Europe and only played World Tour, mm-hmm. that would feel more like my AVP, right. I feel like. Whereas my AVP brings out a different beast to me. I don't know why, whatever it is. But us having to jump back and forth, it is like you got the, the dynamic's different. The crowd feel is different. The way that you interact with your mm-hmm. opponents is different. You're not playing against your friends on the World Tour necessarily. Yeah. Sometimes you are, but... Yeah, just a different energy. Yeah. And for you, just different. specifically, it's like AVP, you're the big dog. Right. Like you're expected to win or right. at least be in the finals. Nowadays. And yeah, and on the world tour, not that you're not expected, but the, it's just so much deeper. Yeah. Guys mm-hmm. aren't looking through like, oh, shit. Or, you know, not that they're saying that yeah. domestically, but like, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. There's like 20 teams on the world tour. If they were to play in an AVP, would be expected to make every final. Right. Whereas on the AVP, there's maybe three. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's just a different yeah. beast. I mean, look at the rankings over the last few years, right? Like, U.S. has been, as a whole, in the 10 to 15 range. Yeah. The last four years or so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw in another wrinkle. Can we talk about the lack of time they give you in between points? Like <laughs> On the World Tour? <laughs> yes. Well, that's completely, like, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm going to die. All the time. <laughs> Got to become team hugs. 
do- we we try we talk about it and for some reason like it's like if we're either losing a string of points or gaining a string of points we kind of I don't know when I, when we're gaining points I'm like don't fucking touch me I'm gonna go back and right, serve go, like yeah. we're we're going but it's always the first match of the tournament when we're the nerve I think it's more of the nerves because usually at the second set I don't feel this way but like against those. Uh, it, we always have to draw like a scrappy, like shorter team first round that like the rallies are just long. <laughs> I'm like, I I call, need to call a timeout just to breathe. Right. Like literally, it's because they and <laughs> Tony and I, Tony especially, she'll walk around the the ref stand so slow, and every time, like literally ninety percent of the time, we walk around the ref stand. They're like, let's go, let's go, hurry up, hurry up, right. hurry up. Every single match, no matter who the ref is, yeah. they're always saying, speed up your hands. And be quicker on yeah. your side switch every time. So I hate it when refs talk about your hands or like something like that. I'm like, why would you say that? I'm like, just call mm-hmm. me if you're making if you're... me think about my hands yeah. while I'm playing, like to change the way I'm like, no, don't, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. But sometimes they also do it. They're, they're doing it to warn you because they don't want to call you. Yeah. But like the foot fault where the line judge is like, you're a little close there. Or basically saying, like, I could have called that. Yeah, it basically means <laughs> like, you just right, faulted. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like when they talk about hands. Like, don't make me think about it. Yeah. I don't chuck balls anyway. If I'm close, I'm not going to, like, change the way I set just for you. Anyway. Shout out. Jump set. Million views. Jump set it. <laughs> Million Scott views. Ball. Million views, right? Yeah. Sick. Like, Aren't I supposed to get paid or something? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> Did you make anything off of your Bounce Beach video that one time that had like no. 15 million likes or no, something ridiculous? I've never made crap. They, they did like Instagram bonuses for a minute. Yeah. And I got like 100 bucks a month yeah, now for a while. Gone. Oh, they don't do that anymore? So literally I like, I, I don't know why now. people like freak out about all these views. It's like, well, I didn't get anything. Yeah, what is it? Did it get you? <laughs> <laughs> do I get a gold star? Yeah. But, Sav, to your point about the time thing, especially with Tony, Carrie Walsh gave me the greatest piece of advice ever with that. Um, we were playing, me and Kyle Friend were playing Jake, Gibb, and Taylor Crabb in an Orsaka qualifier, and we won the first set, and I was taking my time between every point. Yeah. And Jake said something to the ref, and I think it was uh, Magda on the stand, and she was like, hey, Jake said to hurry up, so you should hurry up. Oh my so God. I was like, oh, like Jake said it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I started that. her. This is like 2019, yeah. so I was still pretty new to yeah. playing oh, teams like still, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jake oh, yeah. said And then, so we go into the technical time out of the second set, and Carrie was sitting behind us, and she was like, slow back down. Like, you're driving him crazy. Yeah. Like, just yeah. stay as slow as you can yeah. until she cards you. Yeah. I was like, okay. So <laughs> I slowed back down, went full Kalinsky, and uh, <laughs> no card. Jake was going nuts. We ended up losing in three, but. I, that stuck with me forever. Like whatever you're doing, do it until you get carded. Yeah. What's the, <laughs> unless you just it's, unless it's gonna be a red at the yeah. wrong time, and then you you don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I don't think they're just gonna throw out a red. Just yeah, they don't nowhere. toss those out willy nilly. I mean, yellow cards. I mean, there's you get one and you get one. Right, yeah. They don't care. Fine, that'd be sick. Right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Give me a yellow card. I used to lo- I used to want to get yellow cards. That was <laughs> great. But anyways, um. When is the best and worst time to approach pros for pictures at tournaments? And is it annoying when fans come up and talk to y'all and ask for pictures? <laughs> That's a good question. Mm. Um, I feel like everyone has a different opinion on I th- this. I mean, after matches, definitely everyone's going to have a lot more time. Yeah. Just when I think before matches, try to avoid it. 
just because you know that the player, most players will be open and like happy. Like Travis will probably talk to you for 30 minutes before. <laughs> <a match. laughs> uh, but in general, before the match, closer it gets to the match, just let them be. After, everyone's gonna be pretty happy to to uh, say hi and all that. You just gotta kind of catch us, like follow us a little, because like we don't we're not really thinking about it too much a lot of times. So I might like pop out the wrong corner of the stadium and people are waiting in the other <laughs> corner and I just forget. So you kind of got to catch us a bit, but after matches, like we, we know what it's all about. We're, we're here for the fans. Like yeah. we all want to make time. We just have to make sure that we put our best performance out there. So that preparation and mental stuff can't really have a long drawn out conversations beforehand necessarily yeah is that fair well one the second half of the question is if it's annoying about oh, it's not pictures. annoying definitely not annoying like no, that's we love it yeah. it's awesome yeah um the biggest piece of advice i would give to fans would be to have an idea of what the schedule is mm-hmm. so because sometimes like if if you lose your first round on the first day you're done for the day mm-hmm. so if you know that then the team who loses maybe give them 20, 30 minutes to do whatever they need to do, cool off, and then they're done for the day. So then you can kind of chat with them and take pictures or if try you win your second match on the first day, you're done for the day and you're really happy. Yeah. Totally. Well, and, <laughs> and wait maybe outside the player's tent. Like, you know, we're coming back there. Catch everyone on the way into the player's tent, not necessarily on the way out because on the way out we're probably going to a match or something. But you know we're going to go there eventually. So, yeah. But, yeah, not annoying. We, we want the fans to have the whole experience like Mm -hmm. that's literally the one thing that our sport has over pretty much every other sport is the ability for the fans to interact with us um yeah just put a little thought into it sometimes yeah i would say pre-match like try said is probably a Mm no-no because a lot of guys including me are pretty neurotic if they have their their headphones in then then try not to read the room yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah put like how much time do you need usually after a win? I mean, most teams need to cool down, debrief, whatever, but post loss, how much time do you typically, and I think this kind of depends on the type of loss, at least yes, for me, exactly. depends on the type of loss, but how much time do you typically need post loss? Like I guess at AVPs, you can take up to how, you know, the five minutes that until the other team comes and takes yeah, over the yeah. box to like process. And then once you leave it, I mean, people have all the freedom to talk to you if they want on the FIVB, the volunteers sometimes can be ruthless. Right. <laughs> you lose, you don't qualify and they come right up to you. Like, can I get a picture? Can I get an autograph? I'm right. like, can I have your Jersey? That's the yeah, one that yeah, always yeah. can I get, oh, and God. they don't know if they don't speak English. They're just like this. And yeah. I'm furious. I lost 30 seconds to go in the qualifier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, how do I not be a total asshole to these kids? They just, they don't understand. They see it as an opportunity right. to even be there. They can get to you before the fans. So like how many minutes is a, pro- how many minutes is like five minutes, 10 minutes after a loss? I guess it depends on the person, but I don't know. Wait till they leave the court, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and read their body language. Well, you can see if someone's pissed off. Yeah. But for the most part, like we all get it too. Even if we're pissed off, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Hey, we're good. Yeah. Take a picture. Okay. Can I go be pissed off again? Thanks. Yeah. Um, Just use judgment. It's, but I think if you want an autograph, if you want to say hi, do it. Don't, don't be scared to do it because we're all, nobody, not one person that I've ever met is annoyed by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's just got to be the right timing because we're there to do a job. Yeah. Yeah. And oh man, 
after me and Sam Schachter lost in Huntington. We took like five minutes after losing, and then we were like, all right, screw it. We got to get out of here. Yeah. So we were walking back to the car, and a guy comes up. He's like, oh, man, like, it must be such a bummer to lose to the guys. Uh, Sam, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> dagger. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe don't do man. that. Wow, like, you must be feeling like shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, go cry myself to sleep. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, so don't say that. Yeah, read the room. Yes. Yeah, we all want. It's cool. I mean, yeah. I think the accessibility of our sports one of the the coolest parts of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm reading. I'm. I'm tr- <laughs> it's been a process. I'm reading Kings of Summer. Hey. It's hey. been a. I don't read. Uh-huh. I'm really. I'm reading every night, like a little <laughs> bit here and there, and it's just crazy to read about what every how it used to be. Exactly. I'm about halfway through and just. It's I the think craziest that was, thing. That's an important read. I feel like like every beach volleyball player should read it just to like know where you came from. You know? Yeah, it gives you a lot of good perspective on whoever wrote that. Did, did, <laughs> a, did a pretty good job. They should write another book. Literally, I know. I'm excited. Might have one coming soon. Hey, dangy dangy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. I mean, it's just it's crazy to see how much the game's changed. How it's some of it stayed the same, but just the it just goes back to kind of why we all we all play because we love it. Right. I mean, the guys back then were making a lot of money. Yes. But well, they weren't, and then they, they weren't, were. and then they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if anyone hasn't read that yet, I would recommend. Get it, it on Amazon. I would recommend. <laughs> it's a good read. There you go. And I'm not a reader, and I'm reading it. So. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Success rate of partner switches maybe the very next tournament. That was asked by Kyle, Kyle Friend. Friend. So he was just asking, like, what do you think? the success rate of new partnerships is, mm-hmm. especially in that kind of first tournament, mm-hmm. like a honeymoon phase. Yeah. Travis? Well, Percentage, it, throw I've, it out there. I mean, I'm sure you know. I've a new partner every tournament this season. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, probably pretty high. I would want to mm-hmm. see what the, like you look at a Miles and Andy, mm-hmm. you're talking about you and Hyden kind of had that sort of newcomer advantage right? where no one has a scouting report. You got a little honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Betsy and Julia made an Elite 16 final. In their first tournament together, um, you and Kamer won your first AVP together. There's obviously a lot of examples that go the other way, right? I think. Uh, what I'm really interested to see because pretty much every guy's team from four down blew up and switched. I mean, the ones who aren't right. in the Olympic race. Crazy. So Hermosa is going to be a really good litmus test yeah. for this new theory. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I mean, like the guy who asked the question, Kyle Fred, Tim, and Kyle, right? Great example. They had a mediocre finish in Fort Lauderdale, and then they beat the Taylors in Atlanta, took a seventh, and then they've just been ridiculous ever since. Yeah. It just depends if the chemistry's right. Like, I think Troy and Evan could be really freaking good. Right. <laughs> Especially because, like, they're both big energy players, and they're just going to feed off that and, like, could combust the, in a good way. AVP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's a good question. I'd like to go back and do, like, a little – statistical dive yeah. into that yeah i don't know don't ask me yeah you switch like, partners like once every six years yeah <laughs> is this good or bad i don't know you and trev won your first tournament together did we oh yeah well, you didn't win manhattan but ken joe the three-star you won huh yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> thank you there you go and then cool. you played great in vegas me and Hayden almost did 
What was yours in Cam's first tournament? First AVP you won. First AVP we played. What was our first tournament? La Paz. La Paz. Yeah, which was not great. So yeah. well. but your first one. We first discovered AVP. freaking, uh, freaking Andrew Bassero. <laughs> like what? <laughs> hey, just hit a little higher. Oh, that's still on his wrist. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we just go to the next tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and then you played great in Tepic. So two out of your first three are pretty dang good. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. This one's for Try. Um, I listened to the April interview, and Try was on another level with amazing, thoughtful questions. Hey, has thanks. he been working on that? Am I working on my amazing, thoughtful questions? <laughs> <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> um, well, I think April just brings that out of me. Like, that's what I would say. Is like, I've all if, if there's one player that I've always kind of looked to, it wasn't the guys that had like set in the bar for me, like. How do I get things done at an elite level as a professional athlete? Like it was April, obviously like Carrie and Misty before that, but Carrie wasn't around quite as much. She's always kind of done her own thing early on. She's had her own trainers and wasn't really part of USA uh, or using USA quite as much. And then she was, you know, hasn't been around quite as much lately. So I just respect April and uh, fascinated with how she's gone about her whole career and we have a, a few, th- you know, things that have, like, our similarities, I guess. Just, like, both went to SC. Both, we were both, I was with Mizuno early on while she was big with them. Same birthday. Really? really? Same oh. birthday. <laughs> uh, and then we've been on a world tour for a long time. So yeah. just, just trying to dig a little, learn a little bit mm-hmm. more. I think she kind of sparked my interest. What Thoughtful I've, questions. Yeah. Nice. What I've noticed <laughs> over the last six plus years is when we do have someone like one of the greats is that you're freaking dialed i perk up because you know how much you can learn and take from them i remember specifically when we had uh karch Uh i was like damn try oh really i could just sit back and like (laughs) relax and watch the boys go to work right and like can't i gotta re-listen to that one yeah anytime we've had like a big dog on i'm like i think try is gonna have a good night a game yeah (laughs) Let's be honest. Like I wrote in a book that might be coming out in the forward, <laughs> I started this podcast part partially because it's like I can learn a ton of stuff from all these great players, people, my colleagues, everyone around the sport. I can ask questions, and it's only selfish if I don't share. Yeah, and I'm sharing everyone. It's your fault if you don't listen to the podcast. You're a big. You're a big game hunter. Yes, thank you. Sure. The Tim Hovland sure. podcast. Well, Trevor and Tim Hovland now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. What's the best way you guys deal with heat during a tournament? Suffer. Sauna. <laughs> the, best, the best way to deal with heat is to prepare for heat. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, you know, there's little tricks of water on the feet for side out. Don't spare any water, some cold water. You know, hopefully they're recycling well, but um, obviously there's sideline stuff. You could put the, have the towel in the cooler, yeah. soaking, ready, put it on the neck right away on the sideline. Um, manage your energy, right? More screaming and flex downs are going to cause more energy, cause more heat. Frustration can uh, raise the heart rate and make it harder to breathe. Um I think we experienced that in Australia. I was like, why am I so out of... Was I, it hot? It People was weird. It was gassed. really dead. It was weird. Yeah. The sand was kind of deep. 
I was like gas and I was like, why am I gas? Yeah, like, I felt the same weird, way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um but yeah, it was hotter than it like seemed. Like I don't like yeah. I don't know. I was playing and we finished our first match. Our game was at ten, I think. And it was it said it was like sixty seven. Like mm. it was not super hot. And and I was my face was bright We're also red. In, like literally like surrounded by like dark metal yeah. and like Yeah. No it breeze. Was, like, kind of reflecting and yeah. Just sand in, sand in felt oven. pretty like slippery. Yeah. It's like yeah. that fa- it's not that fake. Is it fake sand? It's kind of kind of. Yeah. It's not. There's no shells in it. Like it's not yeah. sand from the beach. Um. But to answer the question, yeah, like for me, it's like you're gonna suffer. Like yeah. we play in the heat. We there's no dodging it. It's for me. It comes with preparation, and then accepting it when you're in it. Mm-hmm. Just like Mental. don't try to fight it. Just give into it. Everyone's suffering. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jose Loella, bad. F- bad for us is worse for them yeah ideally right if you yeah. prepared harder than them if you're in better shape then no matter how hard it is for you you know it's worse for them so it's like let's go keep going but uh, maybe there is no answer i don't know <laughs> well i just i love someone asked me what my favorite conditions to play in and i was like whatever conditions are going to make other people complain right i, I mm. love them yeah. I love the heat because people just freaking melt literally melt yes, I, I love, love it. the heat i need to be better yeah. in the cold like feeling bad for myself like oh god damn it yeah. sucks but man i i love playing in the heat cuz you can just see when people start showing you how tired they are the i'm best. like it's over yeah they're done mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love it and i've always played all of my best tournaments have been in really hot weather yeah i'm like all right he's cooked he's cooked watch That's um it. watch pedro play in the heat it looks like he's dying <laughs> but it, there's this mad science behind it yeah just moving slow, jersey, uh, walk to the ref, put his hand on his hip, hand on the ref stem before he even starts talking, <laughs> buys him an extra two seconds. Yeah. Listen. And he's just like doing pauses and all dramatic. He's like, okay, 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 good call. <laughs> walk back. Because the refs aren't like really mad, but you, I'm just like, he is playing you so hard right now, ref. Yeah. But like, I don't want to get into it. Like, hey, Pedro's stalling like that's yeah. what he wants me to say yeah well and he's, the, like you a, more he's a mad you. scientist with it him yeah. and uh, ricardo was like that as well i bet line fixes laying on the ground and almost like in an awkward position like he can't get up so the ref's like well i'm not gonna hurry him like he's this guy's struggling right it's almost like a flop right <laughs> yeah. so i mean if you want to watch someone master the and the and he'll get up it looks like he's done like, yeah like wow short serve this guy and he'll just somehow get it, put it away, and then be like dead again. Granted, sometimes I think he is out of shape. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the Pedro clinic of that. If you watch the finals from Uberlandia last fall, he did everything you're talking exactly. about. And so I'm like watching this He's play in artist. my head. Exactly. Oh but I've seen it for years. Little King Arthur, he was making him option everything. Oh, but and then right. Pedro just like he's laying down exactly. and <laughs> rolling around. It's an art form. Yes. He's a gamer. <laughs> The maestrinis are the best at that. I don't well, know if it's a Brazilian it thing. It is Brazilian for yeah. sure. But they are like the queens of just in it, the Atlanta qualifier twenty twenty one. I played them, and it was like they were just laying in the sand like this. And the refs weren't doing anything. The refs weren't. They didn't give them a card or anything. Yeah. They kept calling timeouts. They'd call a timeout and walk back to their bench. I'm like, you've already used your timeout, right. and you've called three additional like, ones. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. They did it. 
they did that in Huntington against Zana and Diana. Oh my gosh, I was laughing so yeah. hard. They got hosed on a call. It wasn't for heat. Where you you get a tech if you call a timeout. Yeah. So it wasn't for heat, but Lily or Larissa was did not agree with a call that was made, and so she just goes and sits down, and the ref is like, "You're out of timeouts. You got to get back." And she's like, "My pinky's hurt." I need a medical. Oh, and so the coach comes and puts a block of ice. <laughs> no. <laughs> they take the full five-minute medical. That's the OG I was watching right this. There. No like, Man, way. I love Zana and Deanna, but I respect this move so much. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, man. I wish I had the reel for that. And yeah. I could, right? Thoughts? Just they were on court just one. Go crazy. <laughs> they were on court one, so you can't go back and... Yeah, yeah. Rewatch. I would That's love so to rewatch that. Oh my gosh. You if Zana or Diana filmed it, you can ask them because I'm sure that but you wouldn't get the like the zoomed in footage of Larissa. <laughs> That's so and you can't do anything about it. I mean, what are you gonna do about it's that? It's the ref. One ice cube needs to like take over. Yeah. And be like, I'm not gonna allow it. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a card right now and then a red's gonna follow. I I'm telling you. Yeah. It's your choice what to do. But when it's like a legend of the game too, like I remember when Sid played Todd Rogers back in the day, I got so pissed. I was like, "You're only listening to him because he's Todd Rogers." Yeah. Like I and I knew it. I knew that Todd was just like playing the ref like a violin. Yep. Against me, I was like, "Ah." And then now when I'm older, I'm like, oh, "Okay, good." Like now maybe I get a little yeah. more. I mean, Jake. Jake was a pro at that too. Oh, Jake was he, the worst. He worked him well. And he's all Mr. Nice Guy about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with, with bad intentions. No. <laughs> no, we all, I mean, at the pro level, like, there's a difference between sportsmanship and gamesmanship. Yeah. That's how, what I call it. Like, this whole thing, I posted it with me going under the net and blocking miles. Yeah. And half the people are like, illegal or legal, but terrible sportsmanship. Or, yeah. Oh, like, I don't think any player on tour, including Andy and Miles, who I talked to in, about it in the tent after, wouldn't have done the same thing knowing that they'd get the point. Right. In front of the refs. Bad sportsmanship is cheating. Like, like blatant and cheating. Blatantly cheating when you know the refs. Let, allowing the refs to make a call, and it's their call, it's their job to do it, is just gamesmanship. You're just making the decision. Yeah. It's like when someone wants you to call a touch or call a net when the refs, it's the refs like, no, call. We have no, a ref here. Yeah. Call a yeah. touch. Like, there's a challenge. Just challenge it. Yeah. Sometimes. Right? <laughs> I love I love Delaney's response to that because you got sweet Delaney and she's like, I would actually be doing the refs a disservice if I called my own touch because <laughs> I'm making them worse referees by helping right. them. Right. <laughs> Delaney's always got... <laughs> yeah, well, like... It just so grounded in logic. She's like, they're paid to ref, and if I and them taking their job... Why am I stepping on their toes? Yeah. They're the professionals. It's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to do something that nobody can see blatantly to make the game go in your favor, that's cheating. That's bad. So here's my favorite example of this. If you go back, you can find this on YouTube. Dude, I was laughing so hard. I was like legitimately crying because so Andy and who did Andy play with last year? I forget. Andy was playing with Billy, I think. Was that last year? Is that last year? No, Billy? Miles Evans. Maybe for my, a little bit. But he was. He, I think. It, I don't know. He was playing against Chase and Troy. Right. And maybe it was with Miles Evans hmm. in Manhattan. Yes, it was with. My, and yeah, so yeah. Chase, Chase doubles the ball, goes right through his hands, and they're arguing. 
with the refs, or this one didn't go through his hands. They're arguing with the refs about the call. And so Andy, who sweats, is sitting there while they're they're arguing the call and is just like lathering this ball with sweat. <laughs> He the next ball, goes right through Chase's no. chest. And he did this for like a minute. <laughs> like if you can go back on YouTube and watch it, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. And you can hear Ed Keller like, you got to change the ball. <laughs> you got to change the ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that got him a point. Is that illegal? Uh, we don't know. No. Games and ship sports. It's, it's, it's not illegal. A, it should be the best fault. And it's also <laughs> chasing them if they see it. Yeah. They should can walk up to the ref. Yeah. Or and ask for a ball change, probably, right? Yeah. But it was in the third set. So if any of you guys want to go back and watch that on YouTube, I mean you'll get the greatest kick of your life. Love that. <laughs> Andy's almost like gonna be like a Jake Gibb where everyone thinks he's the sweetest guy, but he's like saying stuff under his breath. Yeah. And like doing little things. <laughs> Like, but but from the crowd's perspective, like, Tri's such a dick right now. I know. Like, he said two things before. I just <laughs> I just asked him to make it a, everyone's show instead of just ours. Yeah. <laughs> Which I actually like it. I respect it. It's fun. I love it. I think there's a there's like a new generation coming on the AVP right now. It's a little, the guys had anyway. Our, it's more you think our generation uh, maybe set the tone for that a little bit. I think so. Because the guys I, before us didn't do that. No. The guys before them did. Yeah. Just saying. You, you Not guys, trying to take credit or anything. You, you skipped a generation. Us guys, right? <laughs> you got it back on track. <laughs> you got it back. Yeah. It's good. I hope the refs just Casey let the boys Jennings play. Let it go. Like, what? <laughs> what do you think I was doing? <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah. He he was good with that. <laughs> the Miles and Andy, they're two very unassuming. They Like, Miles... Partain talk shit too, like kind of like yeah. There's a little. It's, it's like not like through the net, but it's like sly, kind of quiet. Like he's not as innocent. He as... snapped. He snapped at the ref when I kicked him under the net on accident. Yeah, started freaking out for a second. It was interesting it's watching nice. that because even watching the replay, I couldn't understand what he was I arguing the, about. I have the slow motion uh, replay yeah. of it on my phone, so I'm gonna post it in the next few days. Don't worry, people. <laughs> I got you. Those even are good everyone videos. in the stadium had no idea what they were freaking out about. Except no, I didn't for me. know either. I don't even think Andy knew. Because you, you like we jousted piked a we little, jousted right? and I piked. Yeah, so my foot's out under the net, and I won the joust, but he's covering it, and he totally like was in control. Like he could have set Andy. Yeah, but I kicked his arm at the same time, so <laughs> he shanked it, and Andy shanked it. So he had to, they had to free ball it over, and okay. I got the kill. Got it. And so he knows that he was going to set Andy. It was going to be a good set, and probably yeah. they would have got the kill. That's why he was freaking out. Okay. Because you no on the replay. And I was also like, how the hell are you going to like ask for them to call that? Yeah. I get it, and he was right. That's an interference, for sure, even though it was like, unintentional. Like There's yeah. no way I could avoid doing that. Uh, but I'm like, no one in the stadium knows what you're talking yeah. about right now. So. Yeah. That's when I was like, don't cry about it, don't cry. And then Andy's like, no, no, don't talk to him. And then that's when he's like, over you, too small. Like, you know, started saying all that. I noticed a, a pretty direct correlation to the way the momentum was going. Like when Andy was talking shit, things started going bad for Andy and Miles. I was like, you don't, that's the guy well, you don't we talk shit to. playing well, so I was like, let's see. Can't go worse, so let's just see if this will stir the pot up a little bit. Yeah. Didn't work either. On the first set. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> was that the first time? Yeah. I yeah. Guess, I guess it did work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> How much time we got? How many more questions do you think we got? About an hour uh, seven. Hour seven? Yeah. How many more do you want? Two, Two more? more? Yeah. Two more. Okay. Let's see. Um, is the jump set slash con- constant option threat becoming a necessity to compete internationally? Uh, or do you think that the traditional, I think, simple... I think people are going to overcorrect into the jump setting a bit. It's kind of foolish if you don't try it out and just see if it can be a weapon in your game, I think. But like, if you're siding out, why are you changing things? Yeah. Like people are like, oh, the blocks are getting so big. And like the blocks actually aren't even bigger than they were before. They're smaller. They're smaller. We don't have Stoyanovsky out there and Doherty's not out there and Phil's not out there. Ricardo. Um, so I don't, I think some people are like getting too far away. Even our team was like, oh, let's try to, you know, implement more of this and like, can we just pass high? And like, you remember my set, my yeah. up and down set that I do best? Yeah, that's an up and down against any blocker that's ever played. I'm good. Like, we don't need to overcomplicate it. Give me that one. Yeah. And then it, when it's appropriate in transition, like, obviously I have the ability to do it, so I want to do it. For me to set it, it, it works, right? Because Cam likes running the tempo. But like, Brill and Losiak... Brill doesn't need to start running crazy shoots yeah. or anything. Brill and Roshak play straight up and down game right. now. There's there's plenty of teams, even Anders and Christian. Like, yeah. They'd be foolish to like start trying to be sweet and all of a sudden, even though they have the ability, it's like, if you're siding out, just, yeah. <laughs> why complicate things? Yeah. Why jump? Yeah. Why do an yeah. extra jump? But yes, it will be a part of the game from here on out. And certain teams are going to be built for it, and that's their strength. And they're going to... It's The game's gonna evolve with this now it's a matter of how does defense evolve to counter it i think yeah i think uh lev prima describes this the best <laughs> he was watching a team play and they were doing some jump sets some fun stuff and one out of every five plays probably worked and it looked great and everybody was like oh it's amazing and lev goes no they self-destroy right and he's like why why self-destroy set, the, <laughs> set ball high and hit ball and i was like Yes, that's, Lev. That's his game. <laughs> like, if if you're built for it, like Sweden, Miles, if it's something that you've trained for a long time, but like you were saying. There's really only three people that are like, yeah, where it's like, this clearly works and is like fully like logical for their game. Yeah. Other, there's so many other players who can do it and will do it here and there, but like to switch their games and like try to do it full time doesn't yeah. make sense. Like let's just look at the top 5 teams in the world for the men. You have Anders and Christian. Up Every and now and then Anders will jump set. Yeah, but it's like a trans Maybe once a match. It's like a trans like improv thing. Right. Right. It's not part of their system. Right. Yeah. You have Bro Loshiak, I think our top 5 team in the world. Bro or Loshiak will run the fast stuff, but Bro's not jump setting. Yeah. And Loshiak isn't really jump setting. Guitar. I mean, Qatar isn't really jump setting. Don't do any of that. They're not really doing crazy shoots too much. Sweden is really the only top team in the world. I think Andy Miles had the potential to become one. Mm -hmm. But I think that people are going to do it. There's going to be a lot of (laughs) self-destruction when you try to implement something that you shouldn't do. Czech's not doing it. Czech's aren't doing it. They're they're as straight up and down as it gets. Like Schweiner just runs that medium to the middle every (laughs) time. No Brazilians are doing it. Yeah. 
so yeah, there's no women's not, team that does it right women aren't doing top? it yet no i mean you have teams are getting more creative with their offenses yeah. like when sarah hughes digs a cut shot i get excited because she just runs shoot like that mm-hmm. fast back shoot that kelly can set really well and she gets an open net especially yeah. against like anna patricia and duda yeah but anna patricia duda they're one of the most boring offense in the world yeah. high ball kill like they have like an 80 percent side out efficiency yeah, yeah. so i think if Jose's favorite word that he was using yesterday, if you can do it organically, yes, then do it. And that's what Anders and Christian do. When it organically presents itself, Anders will do a little fake yeah. hit jump set to Christian. Like to try to force I I came to, to jump it. set. There's I try no to do it in fairly organically. Yeah. I'm obviously doing it more. I always wanted to do it. That's the thing. But Hayden, like it wasn't a thing back then, so it looks like you're just trying to show showboat or do something unnecessary. But I always loved it wanted to do it with Hayden and then Trevor never wanted me to do it so I just couldn't really do it right he's just like why don't you just hit it <laughs> <laughs> and now I have the green light to do it do it anytime I want so now that's why you're seeing it in my yeah. game just kind of opening I mean I'm kind of testing myself um I love it though love yeah. I love like well I just love that my whole thing is like trying to be good at every skill and like not be specialized in anything right so like this whole thing i'm just like i can do it too yeah i want to do yeah. it too i just have to make sure i do it at the right times but it's deadly man if you if you can do it if you can execute just it. getting the blocker to like uh, it's just a little hezzy huh? yeah bit. you're helping your hitter out a lot yeah. especially if he likes that that push set to the and, pin. It, and yeah. it fits your set to came really well because you're a good option threat what cracks me up and guys at the tour series level like so many of them are trying out these jump sets i'm like you've jump set six times and you have an option once yeah. right like establish the threat of an option so then you yeah. have to respect oh, right. the yeah, jump yeah, set yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. like you've established for the last couple of years that you're a very good on two player right. yeah. and so they have to respect that and hold and then you have camer running that little medium lob yeah. to the pin well now it's really hard mm-hmm. and Kame's also a phenomenal passer mm-hmm. so it's really good for your offense setting came yeah but not right. necessarily the other way around Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not that lob to the pin guy either. Yeah. And Kame's not like jump set guy from He's the not right. left handed either. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So organically. Organically. We're going to hear that <laughs> term answer. for about a month now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last, Last one? <laughs> organic. I like Capricio. Capricio. <laughs> uh, Last one. If co ed teams could play in Paris, which U.S. teams are qualifying? Fun one. Lisa yeah. Dietrich? Lisa. Well, the- it's tricky because like you could even argue that we don't all have the best u.s teams together on our like the males like if you put all the top two teams together players together or you put all the top two females together the teams might look different than what they are right now obviously it's arguable but i'll let you go i think uh so my thoughts on co-ed are that you need a female defender because they're not going to hit that many balls. I'm assuming we're playing on men's net. It's going to be mostly an option game. Yeah. So I like Sarah Sponsel and Kristen Nuss pretty much defending and passing. Mm. You and Andy optioning. It's pretty good. I like, uh, I like that. I like you with Kristen Sponsel with Benish. I would enjoy that. And then I want to do that anyway. Maybe Sarah Hughes with, who's another big blocker. Theo? Theo? Kristen Theo? siding out on the men's net. 
Just I want to doubt her. Be scooping balls. I want to doubt her, but she could find a way with her like yeah. little timing. Yeah. Just, or go like a little splitty, like not split block, split but throw block. like Kelly, split, throw Kelly like Chang. Kelly Chang back there, playing defense behind like Andy's block. Mm-hmm. Changarang. She split with uh, Carrie in a Norseka qualifier once. Really? And they won oh, it. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty oh, wow. good. She could pull it off. Yeah. I'm going cool born nuss, Benish sponsor. Born nuss. <laughs> <laughs> you because you could have Taryn split block with someone too. She's such a big block. Yeah. Hmm. Someone put some money on. We'll do it. <laughs> It'd be, be we should a co-ed tournament in her most like yeah. a postseason co-ed yeah. tournament would be fun. But the problem is there's no like postseason anymore. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got tournaments till January, exactly. and then you got the next season starting up three weeks. I later. promise post pairs. I'm gonna do something fun. Okay. Hold you to that for a year, for one year, a whole year, maybe doing fun stuff. Heck yeah, I deserve that. Right? That's when the yeah. Sandcast team gets together. Yeah. <laughs> F- Evan what? said you're not allowed to go to Fuds until fall of 2024. I'm like, okay. I would love to go to Fuds. So okay, fall of 2024. Why don't we just do a Sandcast team? Should we make a team? <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be so fun. Be and we'll so do live fun. episodes there. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm heading back to Navarre soon. They're putting on like a twenty thousand dollar tournament in Navarre. When? Is that where I played in Florida? Navarre is right. Tavares. Tavares. Oh, okay. very far away. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Navarre. <laughs> Navarre's like as far east or west as you can go. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, it's over Espino, or over Edmonton. And so well, I was like, all right, money. all you guys go to Edmonton, $20,000 yeah. tournament in Navarre. Hell you shouldn't yeah. say that. Come Keep on. that to yourself. Well, soon we're going to be advertising it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the prepaid promo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sav, great job posting. Way to keep the boys in line today. Yeah. We got through a focused. lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, we got, we did. We tried Crushed to go off topic. Good stuff. It's funny when we had... You were gone one time. We had Gabby yeah. answer, asking the questions. She was like, boys, stay on Focus. task. <laughs> You're like, yes, mom. Yes. <laughs> yes, mom. All right. That's good to know. I have I have freedom to do that, I guess. Yeah. Yes. All right. Kick our ass. Crack the whip. All right. Good, good luck stuff. in Latvia. Thank you. Kick ass. Thank Let's you. get this out. I'll be on the mic. Give me something fun to talk about. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start drum setting. Just <laughs> <laughs> whip it out. So it's going to be it. organic. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All right, Stop. team. Peace. Shoots. <laughs>